0: This is the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? That the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Yes, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, John Solberg, and this is the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. I'm happy to let you know this episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought-after, 100% Australian non-crossbred Yvara 9-plus briskets, and as always, handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they are shipping out competition-quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use The Butcher Shop win and win often. Not a competitor, but still have an eye for the finer cuts? great news the butcher shop is shipping some of the finest prime dry aged australian wagyu and japanese wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of their cul-de-sac the butcher shop always has berkshire Compart duroc allegiance duroc and prairie fresh all-natural pork in stock and again always handpicked just for you you might be saying john all that sounds great but let's try something exotic give them a call and see what they have i'll tell you how to do that here in just a second let's review The best competition briskets, check. The best pork selection, check. Giving you a better overall option to cook at home, check. So give The Butcher Shop a call today. 850-458-8782. Told you I'd tell you. 850-458-8782. Also head over and check out the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-cross-bred 9 Plus Briskets. And here's what's happening today. It's confusing. And it confused me. So, I went with it.
1: Welcome to the Barbecue Roundup, a weekly program that supplements the Barbecue Central Show, which can be heard live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at TheBBQCentralShow.com. I'm Greg Rempe, and this is episode two of the Barbecue Roundup for March 3rd, 2016. Coming up in a few minutes... I'm not going to be one of these barbecue guys that's going to act like I'm real secretive because I can give you the product, and I can give you the recipe, and you still have to go cook it. That was Heath Riles, pitmaster of Victory Lane Barbecue. We'll have more conversation with Heath and find out a lot more about his background and more importantly, the products that he is offering to the barbecue community. We'll go over this past weekend's competition results through the various sanctioning bodies, give you a look ahead at some upcoming events, review two new barbecue sauces, and answer some listener email in the mail call segment. All this and more on this edition of the Barbecue Roundup. Oh, by the way, there was a rather large cookoff that took place in Texas as well, the Houston Livestock and Rodeo Cookoff. I caught up with the Barbecue Central Show's official embedded correspondent in Texas and the pitmaster of Row Cookers, Doug Scheiding, to talk a little bit about this particular event. I asked Doug to explain the majesty of the Houston Livestock and Rodeo.
2: It's like tent city. Um, It's a corporate dominated event. It's interesting because there are so many tents basically in front of the pit and, and the main area, because most people have bands and buffets and things like that. You actually don't get to see many of the pits. Most of the pits are behind the tent in kind of like a little alleyway. You know, there's a waiting list to get in. I've heard anywhere from five to ten years or something like that. So it's not like your average event where you pay your money and, you know, the week before, two weeks before and uh, you you get to go cook it. So because there's so many corporations, you have to be tied in with a corporation or asked to cook on behalf of a corporation. So there's a lot of hired guns, so to speak, where they get uh, you know different teams, competition cookers to actually cook on behalf of the uh, event and the corporate sponsor.
1: I asked Doug from a high level perspective, whether is it a bucket list item? If you are in Houston, is it somewhere that you need to go, whether you're making plans to get there or not? Here's what he told me.
2: The weather was fantastic this weekend. So they had, you know, it's it's typical 200,000 attendees and, you know, you can't get cell service and you can only text people and you get that sporadically. But um, uh, there were quite a few actually, you know, kind of celebrity type people that, that were there. I wasn't aware that, you know, it was so well attended, you know, because Mo Quezon was there and, of course, Tuffy and, you know, Ronnie Killian of Killian's Barbecue and Harry Sue came. Uh, and and visited with our our tent and stuff. So I think it's uh, one of the events, kind of a bucket list. In fact, that's why Harry Sue came, because I've been talking with him and and know him a bit. And he said that Houston was on his bucket list to attend. And and so that's why he actually came and attended the event. And because it is different, you know, in the scoring and, you know, the individual categories against each other, like the similar to the Memphis of May that you mentioned. So it, it is a little different. The American Royal is considered, you know, a big party, et cetera. Houston is just a huge party kind of on steroids. As I mentioned, I think last year in our interview, my wife calls it barbecue gras because it's really a party first. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, then Saturday you get serious and then there's the competition.
1: So to get into the contest a little bit more, I asked Doug about... The meats that qualify you to win or potentially win the Houston Livestock and Rodeo Barbecue Cookoff—they've
2: got uh, the three main Texas meats: the the chicken, uh, ribs, and brisket. They have uh, an alternative um, sideline category of a Dutch oven dessert, and that turn-in is on Friday. The other turn-ins are on Saturday. And most cook-offs that, at least here in Texas, they tag your meat. So, in the case of chicken. You have to tag a wing or tag, you know, two wings together. Uh, I cook my chicken spatchcock because you can't cut any of the meat categories without an ambassador in, in front of you. You know, you cook it and then they see that you're cutting off of the meat that's tagged. In the case of ribs, you get two ribs and brisket, you get two briskets. And so there are two turn ins as well. So that uh, in the case of ribs, that's a little complicated because in the the first turn in, let's say it's at 230 and you've got to turn in six bones. And then the second turn in, if you make finals and there's only 24 teams that make finals, you have to cook as if you're making the finals. And then you have to turn in 10 ribs. So it's it's a little close getting 10 ribs off of a rack of ribs.
1: The Houston Livestock and Rodeo event is well known for having... Not only a lot of foot traffic, but a lot of teams. I asked Doug how many teams he thought were competing there this year.
2: I think it ranges from about 225 to 250, and there. but there's 424 this past year. There were 424 entries. The, the difference being that if you've got a spot at the Houston Rodeo, let's say one spot, that allows you one turn in. You have a lot of the corporate sponsors that have you know spots that have the size of two tents, four tenths or six tenths. So in the case of the champion that won this year, I believe they had four entries.
1: Well, Doug and I were talking strategy on how to win Houston Livestock and Rodeo, I asked him, if you have ribs and you have brisket and everybody thinks that they're fabulous to eat and everybody strives to make great brisket and great ribs, does chicken even have a shot? It seemed to me that chicken was almost counterintuitive to turn in if you were going up against the legendary texas barbecue
0: meats want to find out what doug had to say want to find out what happened heath riles want to find out what the heck the barbecue roundup is where'd that come from how'd i miss that i totally missed that in 2016 episode two i gotta go find episode one now i think i know what greg was doing I think I know. I'm not going to say it. I'm not making any accusations. I it's um, nothing double dipping. I don't know what it was. Bon- I don't know what it was. But head over to the BBQ central show.com and check this one out. All right, I'm pushing up against the clock here. Until next time on the best moments of the barbecue central show in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host John Solberg. I cannot wait to talk to you again soon.